Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers podcast, episode two, version. <laughs> Fuck you! Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> We're your host, Chop, Cater, Chris, Blake. All right, let's see what's in the box. Already fucking this up like three or four times. We started over already. Fuck it. Whoa! I like box. Well, wait, whoa! We hadn't revealed the whiskey yet. Yeah, we just yeah, fumble yeah, fucked yeah, the yeah. intro. All yeah. right, so the big reveal. The original Jesse James America's Outlaw Bourbon Whiskey. I like what they're doing there with a lot of different things. It says first taste of freedom. Whoa! Freedom! Freedom! Dude, I really hope that this this goes the distance, but it looks like it might be a twist off, and that's that's an automatic demerit. Yeah, you lose a point. I'm a a twist off detractor. You lose a point for twist off caps. (laughs) Oh, it's one of of those smarter than Blake bottles. I get it. (laughs) You need a knife? Oh, he got it. It is a twist-off bottle, son of a bitch. Alright, you want to hear the pop? You already? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I I agree. It is is a a mark, a negative mark. However, there are some high-end bottles that have twist-off caps. I will say that. Yeah. There's also some that pour your shot for you. So, like, where do you want to reside? (laughs) And I'm not saying it isn't uh you know, a negative mark. I'm just saying that that doesn't mean that it's not good. It just means I that like the every, I like everything. It's going to pick up points elsewhere on the bottle, but yeah, I like everything. Points there. I like everything else about that bottle. If it was a cork, it would it would have won me over, and they could have charged twelve more dollars. It does say tavern strength, huh? Which is it's eighty proof. All right. Eh. Wow. Wow. All right. So Blake's pouring them up, and. I'm going to introduce this topic, and while we're taking the shots, I want you to think about it, alright? Wait, you want me to think and take shots? Yeah. Dude, I want to see, uh, you know the guy, that the meme, the prove me wrong meme? Yeah, changed my mind. Yeah, changed my mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson has smoked with everybody that is relevant. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, like, literally every, like, everybody. Which isn't true, because I smoke, have not smoked with Willie. I would actually argue, uh, we'll get into it. As far it. as you know. <laughs> we'll get into it. Alright, shots. Dude, you would also think that it would be, like, totally illegal to pull over Willie's bus. Like, yeah, yeah. that's shooting fish in a barrel. Like, what Shot the fuck, <laughs> dude? Alright, shots. Like, that's not even fun. That's like, Easy money. Easy money. Use my favorite term here. That's some low-hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. Oh, the back end's a little weird. Crunchy. Uh, Alright, so, where I was gonna go is, I would make an argument... Uh. Willie Nelson has smoked with everybody that smokes weed, because anybody that smokes weed has smoked weed and listened to Willie Nelson. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Who who do you think has smoked with more people? Literally, like actually sat in a room and passed joints or Snoop Dogg bowls with him. Willie or Snoop? Snoop. He got an earlier start. Uh, dude, I don't know. What? Willie's old as fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got. He might have them in terms of years, but like, mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, Willie started a long time before Snoop. Yeah, I don't think Snoop was born when yeah, he started Yeah, but Snoop doing it. probably... Snoop had the M.O. and it was expected of him in everywhere that he went from like the time he was like 18 years old. Same with Willie from when he was like 30. Yeah, but that's Which what I'm saying. Like, Willie was like... About the same time. Yeah. Willie's like 30 and you gotta think, Snoop Dogg's old as fuck right now too. Like, is he like 45 or he's something? Not a, he's not a young dude, but Willie's still like, like 20, 30 years old. Than yeah. <laughs> but that's my point. By the time Snoop Dogg was 18, Willie was like... 40 and still had that so, reputation for so willie might be winning now but if snoop lives as long as willie then snoop's got it in the bag there's no way there's no way Mm-mm. i don't know man willie's gonna live to be 150 yeah dude you he's know, got that keith, keith richards blood you know yeah. snoop has a guy that he pays like seventy thousand dollars a year just to roll blunts for him all day yeah so the the reason that i got onto this topic uh was today i learned uh, President Jimmy Carter's son smoked weed with Willie Nelson on the roof of the White House. There, yeah, I remember there being a thing about Willie smoking weed on the roof of the White House. In the White like, House, too, I think. Yeah, dude, like, alright, Willie Nelson, like, <laughs> who else is he supposed to smoke? Like, alright, I'm gonna go to the White House, and apparently the president doesn't smoke, so I'm gonna smoke with his kid on the roof. <laughs> dude, he should have gone while George W. was there, he would have been fine. Uh, <laughs> may have. Clinton didn't Clinton's I did not inhale. Yeah, Clinton yeah. hung out with George W. before they were president. <laughs> yeah, Clinton's so full of shit. Yeah. What? Oh man. This I bet have... Willie. I bet Willie smoked weed with Clinton. This may be a touch on the 
on the racism, but I'm willing to play the cards anyway. Have you ever seen the thing about Bill Clinton being the first black president? Uh-uh. Yeah, I've seen that. Because he, yeah, he smoked weed and he played the saxophone. Saxophone, and yeah. He was from Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Just saying. Dude, have you seen the thing that's like, take a knee, who did it better? Speaking of the change your mind guy. And it's a picture of like Tanya Harding, Colin Kaepernick, and, and uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky. Oh yeah. my God. Man. That's good shit. Yep. <laughs> oh Monica God. did it better. For yeah, sure. yeah, she wins. Dude, yeah, speaking of her, I saw, like, I don't know if it was fake or not, I'm not gonna lie, but I saw a tweet about, it was like an anti-Trump tweet or whatever, but it was her being like, am I gonna be, am I gonna have to give a second guy a blowjob to get him impeached? What the fuck? (laughs) Dude, although, like, Monica Lewinsky might win that, although Tanya Harding got away with it, she totally took a knee. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So did Whitney Houston, probably. (laughs) Whoa. Damn. I think she laid down, man. And the winner is Chris Brown. <laughs> Shit. No, All Chris, right. Chris Brown was given knees. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, we took that off the rails. Yeah, in the first I don't know five where to minutes, go from so. here. Whoa. <laughs> Slow down, guys. This is it's too early so for this. So, Willie Nelson smoked pot with Jimmy Carter's son <laughs> on the White House. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I do like it that it's Jimmy Carter's son because he's like such a wholesome president. Like, yeah. Nobody doesn't like Jimmy Carter. He, he's he's just a likable guy, and he builds all those fucking houses and shit. And now he's all old, and you know, I like it that it was his son that was like the bad kid. You know, like this is right before this is right before uh, G Dub. Like we're yeah. about to we're we're about to start the war or Reagan. We're about to start the war on drugs and shit. Yeah, and his kid's smoking weed with Willie. Hell yeah, he's got a dupe tube in the White House, man. That's awesome. Dude, what if it's what if Reagan was his fault? <laughs> Damn. Well, (laughs) yeah, that sucks. Yeah, don't be such a dickhead, kid. Peaks and valleys, bros. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, it's a deep valley. Uh, it does remind me of the like Futurama where they have all the like presidential heads. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't know. I don't know why it reminded me of that, but it did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they definitely had Willie Nelson in one of those head things. I'm sure, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He's got the braids and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Kind of on that same topic, though, me and uh, me and a friend were watching a TV show recently. We were, uh, we were actually watching King of the Hill. Mm. But uh, we were talking about... Great show. Yeah. Great show. Dude, Way so underrated. Good. I love that show. Honestly, I wasn't a big fan until... I've Like, I've watched all of it, like, twice now, probably. And it, it's good. It cracks me up. But anyway, we were talking about, like, which character each person in our, in our uh, immediate oh, household would be. Yeah. yeah. Dude, dude. We've been, what, what is it about people that always want to do this, like... I remember doing it when I was a kid, like, which which Ninja Turtle are you? Which Power Ranger are you? Yeah. And even as an adult, you're like, all right, which King of the Hill character are you? Which, you know? Yeah. So, I say I say we should do it, and I'm going to go out right right from the gates and say that Blank is Hank. Blake is Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Boo! Yeah. <laughs> he does have a narrow urethra, after all. <laughs> and the propane thing going on, too. Yeah. Blake likes his propane. Yeah. He's got a propane smoker. <laughs> I, re- I reject this. I Honestly, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm Hank, but only Although because I can't y- find someone that fits better. Your yard could <laughs> use some attention, though. But I'm not as I'm not as uh, anal as Hank for sure. Maybe not as anal, but the same like values. Like show up to work every day, do oh, the same dude. thing for the next twenty years. Like propane and propane, propane. accessories. Yeah. <laughs> if he got LASIK surgery, you guys would be like inseparable man it'd be really hard yeah especially if you still had your hand killed glasses <laughs> yeah you don't get to vote for yourself that's not that's not fair dude hank's cool man he's the main character in the show bro so everybody wants to be boomhauer i think i might be boomhauer i feel like out of the group you're probably the closest to boomhauer but you might you might have a splash of dale in there yeah i could see that Maybe dale? A splash. yeah i think i have a splash of bill honestly I think it'd be more Boomhauer. Bill would be my mix. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hmm. I yeah. think you're more Boomhauer than Bill, but I think you've got a splash of Bill. Bill's too beta, though. Yeah. So, supposedly, true. I may have fried my brain at some point, so like I do some dumb shit like Bill sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dale does some dumb shit too, though. No, I think Ga- if anybody in this room is is uh, Dale, it's Gator for sure. Yeah, it's Gator. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. How for- so? How so? Well, like with the conspiracy theorists, and you know, you've you've got all those uh, MREs buried in your backyard, and 
I don't want the listeners know about that. I, I'm pretty sure you literally have the Warren Commission under, like, leveling out your dining room table, don't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I don't want to talk about this on the show, man. <laughs> All right. No, nothing? Yeah. So where am I at? Where do I fall? Chop your Bobby. Your Bobby. The... <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're Bobby. I guess it's better than Peggy. You could be Luann, dude. I don't know. Anything's better than Peggy. I cannot... <laughs> like, the reason it's such a great show and it's so well written is because I cannot stand that fucking person. And it's not even a person. It's a character. But, like, it, it's it's like... Uh, like, if you have a really, really bad... A really good bad guy, you know, like a villain. Yeah. You're like, I hate that fucking... Like, Joffrey from King of Thrones or something. Yeah. Dude, King Peggy. Yeah, Game of Thrones, whatever the fuck. King of the Hill, King, King of Thrones, Game yeah. of the Hill, uh, dude. I I can't. I could not be around Peggy for like an hour. I would be like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm, I'm out." So, uh, my favorite thing about my favorite Bobby Hill moment. There was an episode where like she's doing laundry early in the morning. Like they just woke up and like everybody's getting ready for school and work and shit. And like she pulls out a laundry basket and he pulls underwear out. He comes in naked and he pulls out underwear that came right out of the dryer and he puts them on and he's like, ah, fucking warm underwear, 5 a.m. There's nothing better. And Hank's like, 5 a.m. and already that boy ain't right. Uh, I could totally see Chop like stumbling into where there's laundry being done at 5 a.m. for some reason in his house and be like, ah, fucking 5 a.m. warm underwear. This is great. If I could have a beer with this, it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, he'd be putting his stiff boxers on is what he'd be doing. <laughs> no, they just came out of the dryer. Out of the microwave or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, so I was having a conversation with one of my one of my buddies. He's in the military. And he's... So right now, where he's at, he's doing a... He's teaching a college course. They put him on that for some reason. So he's teaching, like, a, a leadership course and something else. And he was talking about it. And I was like, dude, you're, uh, you're basically a doctor already. And he was like, yeah, like... Yeah, I'm fucking teaching and stuff. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. You're basically Peggy Hill. <laughs> you think you're important <laughs> as a teacher, but you're not. Yeah. Dude, that's the ultimate, like, cut down. Like, yeah. when she, when she ablas Espinal, yeah. like, <laughs> like it's she, I, everything she says, I just cringe and want to die. <laughs> no, so actually, I want to take a step but back. But that's how good, that's how well written it is. Like, it's, yeah, it's, she's dude. supposed to be like that. Yeah. It's I want to so take a step good. back, and I think we actually nailed it on the head, uh, earlier i think that gator is a cross between dale and john redcorn yeah yeah i can see that because he's yeah, like the arrowheads and shit yeah yeah hey <laughs> they're cool man dude likes to nerd out on arrowheads like that's right they're fucking right dude Indiana i'm not gonna shame Jones. him for it but you know it's it's kind of and he's like a shaman he puts those beads on and jumps around and stuff yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a good mix. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> I know I'm running around in the woods naked. It's okay, guys. But you're both fucking Nancy, so it works out. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Hell yeah. Both your personalities fucking <laughs> the same woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good combination. I like it. <laughs> nah, so you've been, you've been like scouting for arrowheads and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that like? <laughs> What's a day in the life of a arrowhead nerd like? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wandering in the woods when it's 105. Dude, I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna preface, okay? I'm not be, trying to be a hater, and I appreciate your enthusiasm. I just don't give a fuck about air. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't think a lot of people do, um, which is kind of good, you know, because there's probably only so many to go out there and find, and if everybody's into it, that's a... Uh, more I bet you. there's a limited number of arrowheads. I bet there's not somebody just, like, pumping out arrowheads right now. Oh, you'd be surprised, man. They're still out there. Just hiding them, you know? <laughs> just throwing them out of his car while he's driving down the road. No, I mean, it's cool. It's like, what I've come to realize is, like, fishing. Like, you get good at it after a while, and you know where to go and how to catch them. And I don't know. I, I know good spots to go, and I can go out there for 30 minutes and find something. I would imagine it's probably, yeah, if there's, like, an adrenaline rush when you find the thing that oh, you're looking yeah. for, and there's success, you find success. Yeah, it's really cool. And then, like, I always go back home and identify the points, and... They have a good idea because they've been collected by archaeologists before and like recorded. So they have a good idea for how old they are based on their shape. And they can tell you about what the people were like using it at that time and why they had points like that. And So do you do you like like Shazam for arrowheads? Uh, kind of. It's, it's not that easy, though. You can't Shazam arrowheads. But So do you like look into the history and stuff or is it just like finding them? That's 
I really appreciate Never that. mind. I don't fucking care. <laughs> God damn it. No, seriously, you're tickling my bone right now. It's so cool. I don't know. Just because where we live is like, um, it's so new in terms of like modern development, but there have been people here for tens of thousands of years. So it's, and a lot of it's just largely left untouched and you don't even know you're around it. And it's like, wow, a bunch of people used to live here over a long course of time and they camped here for a long course of time and all their shit's here. So my closest experience to like something that you're talking about is I did a, a sweat lodge one time and they had a like authentic teepee and they had this big ass pot of water and they'd come in and they'd throw fucking hot stones into it, right? And it was, was like a shaman. Yeah. Yeah, and we took a bunch of peyote. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say I tried this one time, but like it just involved peyote and then we went somewhere where there was lasers and loud music. <laughs> But yeah, no, we sat we sat in this teepee and there was this thing of water. They threw in hot stones. It steamed the whole room out. It was kind of like sitting in a sauna, but like like really fucked up because you don't have any like control over the temperature or anything. It's or like a studio with the air conditioning off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly like that. Uh, but that was a dude. That was a pretty fucking intense experience. And uh, literally. literally, yeah, <laughs> literally, and intense. You know, in teepees. <laughs> After I got done with that, I definitely like looked into. I don't know, like Indian, Indian bullshit and shaman, shaman oh, like you, nerd. being like, fucking, you know. What? Why do I not give a fuck about? Like, it, I really <laughs> just don't. I could not look, care less. Look, bro, if you're really into this shit, what you need to do is walk down to Peru and drink some ayahuasca tea. That's a long walk, bro. Yeah, but you're about barefoot. this life. You gotta, you gotta wear. You gotta go Apparently, you're about this life, though. <laughs> like, dude, you should just walk down a creek with arrowheads. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's the new age way to do it, I guess. Back when I was a kid, we just sweated out in a tent. Where do you get the ayahuasca from? <laughs> it flows in the river. Yeah, it grows in the, on the in the shoreline. Oh my god. Y'all are a bunch of nerds. Fuck you. <laughs> nerds. Nerds. Whatever. What's your what's your Indian name? Uh, running Deer. Ah. Isn't that a street? <laughs> yeah, that's a street. It's a good name, too, huh? I used to not dances with food or something I'm like Deba. that. I'm Deba. I'm Kendra Williamson. I'm pretty sure Blake is Stonebrook Ironfeather, so. Yeah. No, he's Rimrock. <laughs> Rimrock. <laughs> Ramrod. Team Ramrod. <laughs> Alright, you yeah. fucking nerds. Whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> Look, let's do the opposite of what the fuck ever y'all were just talking about. Let's talk about some man shit. That, dude, it's one and the same. Dude, tell me some of the most man shit wouldn't be like bow and arrowing a fucking deer and putting it on an open fire. <laughs> bow and arrowing? Yeah. Dude, go back even further and throw I'm a spear arrow at the it, dude. fuck out of this deer. Why don't you spear like a mastodon oh or something, dude? That's fucking man shit. Yeah, we, dude. We have better technology now. Now you gotta suicide the deer so that nobody knows it was suicided. <laughs> Hit it with your car. <laughs> he ran right in front of me. Nah, dude, that is, that is some man shit. Like, on a scale of one to fucking man shit, <laughs> that's like a nine. Yeah, but walking down the creek looking for arrowheads is... I mean, are you saying that's a nine? Yeah, you might as well do that no. towards a picnic. Like, that's the gay <laughs> shit. No, no, no. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about fucking bow and arrowing a fucking deer. And then cooking it on an open fire. <laughs> bow and arrow? I'm still tickled by bow and arrow. What does this have to do with the nerd shit we were just talking about? Uh, no, I'm saying this is man shit. This is like, alright, deep-rooted, like the most fucking prehistoric <laughs> man shit that you can feel in your body. I feel like it's cooking meat on an open fire that you killed. I'm gonna jump out of a plane on top no, of a cool. shark into a volcano? No, that's <laughs> adrenaline junkie shit. Yeah, you watch that on YouTube. You can't do that in real life. You do it once, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once. Ride a jet ski off Niagara Falls. Once is enough. Dude, yeah. okay, so, okay. I'm gonna go with you, Drop. You ready? Yeah. Bow and arrow against here is fucking cool. And I think I, it, it trips me out that uh, after, after, with all these advances in modern science, cooking food hasn't changed that much. And one of the best ways to cook food is still like <laughs> on a propane grill. <laughs> <laughs> with propane, it says the meat, yeah. not the heat. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, but what's the... <laughs> you build a fire, and you fucking roast something over the top of it. That is pretty cool. But look, a deer is scared of you, man. This isn't the... If, you, if you're going, like, man shit for man shit, what's the best man shit? Like, a deer is scared of you. You gotta, like, try and sneak up on a motherfucker, and then, like, shoot okay. him from far away. So there were some Indians that, like, ran up to a bear, and then stabbed it in the stomach with the... The bear would rear up, and they stab it in the stomach with the, with spear, the spear, and then the bear falls down on him, and they... 
kills itself with its own weight, right? Mm-hmm. And they fall, it falls on top of the person. That's pretty fucking gnarly. Like, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Well. Get good. Let's but go on some animals that'll kill about, the shit out I'm of you. I'm not talking about the most hardcore thing you can do. I'm talking about like the most deep rooted. Like this is the thing that I need to do as a man. And I feel like ah, uh, save somebody's life is right at the top of that list. See, I was gonna say take somebody like conquest, <laughs> like, uh, just also at the top of that murder list. and pillage. Sex is up there too, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 all those things. I thought we already figured this out. Like the reason for life, and didn't we talk about this recently? What about what about like if you mow your lawn or you build a a wall or you fucking do a thing that anybody can do that, right? That anybody does do that. But there's something inherently masculine about the, like, sitting back and looking at it, you know? Oh, yeah. After, after you're done. Something... Admiring? Yeah, there's something uh, ingrained in us that's like, now, Bobby, that is a nice long, yeah. you know? Engines grab me by the manhood. If, oh, I can, so, if I can work on a car or a motorcycle and then ride it or drive it really fucking fast after Another one that I was going to say is, is going fast. And that's not even just, like, today's standard by, like, okay, we can get in a fucking car and go, like, 200 and something miles an hour. I'm talking about, like, dude, the first motherfucker that jumped on the back of a horse and just was like, <laughs> fucking took off. Dude, that shit. You know that motherfucker was like, yeah, this is it. This is what I was made for. I'm imagining a bunch of dudes standing around in, like, the seven, the 1800s, and they're, like, talking about a train, like a steam engine, and they're like, this baby right here can go 35 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, damn. They're like, what, what kind of fuel does it use? Oh, mostly coal. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. As for as long as time has been. I'll beat you to that tree. <laughs> but what if, okay, I got one. I got one. Uh, have you ever been like, like you and a, and a buddy are standing around talking in the driveway or something, and one of you bends over and picks up a rock and throws it at like a tree or a sign or something? Oh, and it's like a competition. And then it immediately becomes like a throw rocks at that thing and see who can hit it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Competition. Yeah, that's that's Like you usually lose, right? Oh, dude, I'm good at that game. Shit. I'll throw something right now. Yeah, I'm looking for what I can throw. I can throw a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, damn, I just lost my train of thought. But yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, speed is definitely one of them. I feel like Conquest is probably one of them. Uh, like fighting, oh, ad- admiring, yeah. admiring your own work. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's something even modern now. Like, I'll go sit in my garage and stare at my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Because I can. And it's not even that like I built it or did anything crazy with it. But I earned, like, I bought it. That's mine. I fucking did what I had to do to get this. Now yeah, it's you're, mine. It's like, it's like uh, you're Mufasa and you're looking at your kingdom. Yeah. You know? You're exactly. Like, everything the light touches is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's my shit. <laughs> you can't take my shit because it's my shit. It gets even better after you go after it with tools and say a lot of cuss words to it. Hell yeah. Yeah, d- Dude, I disagree. I fucking... Okay, so today, I my... You need to change your oil on your car light came, came on. And, uh, dude, I've always had trucks. And I've always changed my own oil, done my own brake pads, all that shit. Your car's too low to the ground. Well, with my car, right. And so I've been I've been taking it to the dealership and having them do it. It's like 55 bucks or something. And I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. You pay a little bit extra and you don't have to deal with it, you know? Uh, so, But this time, I was like, I want to go ahead and get all, all the brake pads done as well. Um, and I'm thinking like brake pads probably cost fifty dollars a pair, maybe a hundred bucks total for all four. You're looking at tops two hours, which seems ridiculous if you have a lift and all the uh, fucking you're, tools. You're half a grand in labor, bro. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, a hundred dollars in parts, another two hundred dollars, call it in labor, three hundred bucks plus fifty five for the oil change. I'm out of there for three fifty. I got my cars all fucking. I don't know. If, you know what I mean? I know where it is. So how much, was how much do your rotors cost? <laughs> Dude, I called the, the Ford dealership and I was like, hey, you know, this is my car. This is what I want to do. And they were like, uh, just the brakes, $500. Yep. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, like dollars? Like American fucking US dollar? 500? No, 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 no. I just want the brakes done. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I just want brakes. And he was like, yeah, that's that's the front brakes. And I was like, just the front? Dude. What? Uh-huh. Dude, okay. I'm aghast. Like, I'm speechless. I don't... You're way too old for me to be having this conversation with you right now. You should have figured this shit out a fucking long time ago. Things you do yourself. Oil changes when you can. If you have a low-to-the-ground car, you gotta take your shit, and that sucks for you, nerd. Even then, you don't have to. 
now, but you should. You should. Uh, uh, brakes. You never go get your brakes done, bro. That is a always do it yourself situation because it's going to be a quarter of the cost to do it yourself. Dude, the, the savings is so astronomical when it comes to brakes. That's the one thing you don't have somebody else fuck with. You do it. Also, that's like one of the things that will save your fucking life. So why you really want somebody else fucking with that? Look, the reason yeah. this is so shocking to me is because I've lived an entire life of I'm, I change my own brakes and oil, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and uh, I like I cannot for the life of me imagine why. Like why the fuck is it that expensive? Yeah. Like uh, I can I can go to AutoZone, I can get these fucking same brake pads all for them for like 58 bucks. Look, check it out. Next time you're changing your brakes and you're halfway through and you can't get the goddamn fucking uh, things to c- compress and you're saying a lot of cuss words to it and you go son of a bitch this is taking me fucking two and a half hours and i'm pissed off now think about somebody that's that, that if now somebody's gonna pay you to do that if i wanted to pay you to do my brakes how much would you charge me dude if i had a lift oh no no no, check it out if i <laughs> didn't have a lift if i had just what i have now for 400 fucking dollars i would totally change your fucking brakes like Hey, you bring me the brakes and give me two hundred dollars. I yeah, I'm probably gonna do it. I'll Careful. get it knocked out in two Careful. and a half hours. I'm gonna hold you to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I it just it blows my mind. It, it's mind boggling to me. Those parts, those parts are less than a hundred dollars. Nah, it's labor. Mechanics are expensive, bro. Mechanics are expensive. Period. Like, and you, almost double. You gotta that pay a shit ton of money fun. to go to school and get certified and do all the things to get there. Like, they're expensive, motherfuckers. And then they buy snap-on tools that are ten grand for like half of a fucking tool drawer yeah yeah and they're making payments on that bitch and they're like i got a I got fucking, fucking 30 year mortgage on their tools man yeah, yeah. 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 turns out this is gonna cost you fifty thousand dollars <laughs> keep that's, it that's just, <laughs> just for the toolbox it, too dude. man that's just a toolbox oh Bro. you need brakes oh it's gonna cost you so we've talked about this before i've been a long time proponent of like do all your own shit like I, especially when it comes to the bikes i want to work on my own bikes i don't want to take it places anymore i recently broke that out of like I'm out of time and I don't I don't want to fuck with it anymore and I took my bike to a shop. Dude, and I got fucked over. And uh and then I was like, "Oh yeah, it cost me way like three times what I thought it was going to cost." And they fucked something up. And this is why I don't take my shit to a shop. And I shouldn't have done it and I learned my lesson the hard way. Yikes. Every now and then you need a reminder. It's a it's a thing. Yeah, I oh, I'm going to end up changing my own fucking brakes. Like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah that's sure. exactly what's going to happen. I have brake parts sitting at my house right now, so I can do my own brakes. But then again, I have the Corolla virus, so... Dude, yeah. Is what it is. Uh, you know what I need a reminder of, though? Uh, what that what that whiskey tastes like. Oh, let's see. Let's pour What that out. whiskey do. I was going to say how to get rid of the Corolla virus. <laughs> yeah, I do need a reminder of that. <laughs> Dude, you're not the only one, bro. This is the, the second week in a row. I pulled up to the stoplight right down the road up there. And there was somebody with coronavirus. Looked just like you. His duct tape holding the bumpers on. Fucking all shut shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's chop. And I pulled up. It, it totally wasn't you. They, and they were uh, foreign women. Dude, it's a it's a fashion statement. It's like wearing uh, like stonewashed tattered jeans. Yeah. It's, it's alternative. Okay, Swiss sneakers. Dude, I gotta say, there is some like comfort and bliss and like knowing that you don't give a fuck about the thing you're driving around. Like you don't gotta take care of it. Like you don't have to take it to get washed. Like you don't have to change the oil in it. When that Dodge pickup is right up on your ass, you can fucking slam the shit out of your brakes (laughs) and not worry about your car. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna suck for (laughs) you more than it's gonna suck for me, bro. It may not cost you a lot to fix my car, but it'll cost you a lot to fix yours. (laughs) Dumbass. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see what this whiskey do. Roll cheers. I know the answer, but I'm going to ask. We talk about it an hour later. Later. All right. That's that's. Uh, it does have some kick, though. For yeah, I know. Yeah, for a little bite. For lower proof. It's All nice. right. So while we're talking about cars, li- little different. I'm going to talk about. Uh, I'm driving down 620. That's the your highway. The highway. Whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be from here. You're driving down the highway. And a fucking constable is in, like, the fast lane, right? And there's a car, some kind of car, in front of them. And they're going slow because there's a there's fucking a cop, cop behind them. But it's a constable. Like, I've never... I, I don't know if constables do pull people over. I'm sure they can. Dude, it's hard to read shit in your rear view. But they're going, they're going like, 45. Speed limit's, like, 55, you know? 
Oh, they're fucking up then. They're going 45 because they don't want to speed with this constable behind Ugh. them. The constable's right on their ass, like, what the fuck? There's cars passing them in the slow lane. Yeah, uh... Yeah, that dude's fucking up. But then the car, and even in the slow lane, will, like, be, it'll be going fast, and I'm right behind him, and he'll get up and go, oh, shit, it's a Boop. fucking cop. And Same then he, speed as the cop. And then they just fucking roadblocked it. Can you imagine how fresh... Look, I'm not a... I'm, I'm not all for the cops. Like, I'm not a super fucking hooray cop guy. I'm definitely <laughs> not... But god damn, would that be frustrating. That would make me want to get out of the car and whoop some ass. It sounds like that did make you want to get out of the car and whoop some ass. Dude, you know what I did? I you say, I'm going to kick your ass in Hank Hill's voice? <laughs> I'll tell you what. So what I did is I flew up next to the car that was like next to the constable doing the roadblock thing. Flew up next to him, tailgated the shit out of him, and as soon as he moved out of the way, I cut off the car that was in front of the constable. You know what the constable did? Nothing. Whip that bitch right around him. Kept going. Like he he didn't get, like get behind me and chase me. He got behind me. Like fuck yeah, this guy's at least going. Dude, we rolled along. Yeah, you can't so, be scared, man. It's important think, to roll on. I think what the the, the yeah. mindset there is that when you roll up to the constable, it's not that you're worried they're going to pull you over for speeding or something like that or your expired registration that went out three years ago. <laughs> it's that they're going to look through your uh, window and see the open beer in your lap. I got tinted windows, dude. Yeah, See, I don't, though. Not everybody has the coronavirus. <laughs> the coronavirus doesn't have tinted windows. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. The guy in front of you probably didn't have tinted windows and didn't want to see him smoking weed or drinking beers inside of his car. Or playing on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I honestly think, for a split second, I was like, maybe this is a bad idea. And then immediately right thereafter was, fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm going to pass the constable. I'm going to pass this guy. I'm going to cut this other dude off. He's and not going to be mad at me. He's still going to be mad at this guy. And I'm going to get the fuck out of there. And he's so, like, road raging against this this roadblock that's happening that it, when I'm the one that, like, breaks through, he's going to be like, fuck yeah. And it, it totally worked. 100%. Dude, are y'all road ragers? I know he is. Oh, oh yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't even, like, necessarily get mad, but I just yell. Like, oh, I'm ready to die over this shit. Yeah. It's not even that I'm mad. Like, I, I'm really, like, as soon as I deal with the situation that's right in front of me that I'm yelling at, I'm totally fucking cool. But... As soon as I roll up on somebody, I'm going to be like, you fucking cocksuckers, fuck you, you piece of shit. And yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Now yeah. my adrenaline will fire off and I'll start like my aisle twitch and I'll, yeah, dude. <laughs> so that's the thing, I guess. Is that, is that everybody's anger output? I mean, why, yeah. why, why do we even have wives at this point if that's where we're going? <laughs> I think we've talked about this at some point, but yeah, everybody gets mad in traffic. It's a thing. Yeah. You know, I think everybody's racist in traffic. Check yeah. this out. I, I'm a, I drive fast. I like to drive my car fast. I enjoy that. But I also road rage more in my car than I ever did in a truck. Because yeah. something about driving a big ass truck, you're just like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going slow. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going slow and everybody's going around me and I don't give a fuck. And people are like, hey, fuck you. And you're like, what are you going to do? I'm in a truck. Like, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely do that in the, in the soccer mom car. And now, sure. th- and now that I'm in a car, I'm the guy that cuts off the truck. And it's like, fuck you! It sticks my finger out the window. I don't know. I had a weird deal where I just needed to drive right for a really long time. So, like, my road rage has gotten less, like, because anybody actually did anything. Sometimes I release rage in the car. But it's often just, like, it's something that's not even real. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I'll just fucking yell into the air and, like, punch my steering wheel or something. But <laughs> it is like, nice to string together obscenities that maybe haven't been put together before. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm a pioneer in this, <laughs> this industry. I will say this, going back to Chris's point a little bit. Uh, I profile cars harder than I profile people. <laughs> yeah, dude. You think the car says something about the person? No, dude. The foreign women tripped me up when I thought it was chop earlier. <laughs> I was about to say, because if you're about to judge people on their car, what I got, does the coronavirus I got that one. Oh, I got and that I totally expect the judgment back. That's the thing. Like, I totally expect it back. What I'm saying is, like, you see... Uh, Chop's like, look at my uh, car. You know I'm an asshole. I don't even feel bad about cutting you off right now. Yeah. <laughs> or feel bad about going slow, because my car's about to fall apart. Yeah. So, fuck you too, guy. That is and when you get in front of me and you see my bumpers taped on, you might realize there's a reason I'm going fucking 45. That's- I will say that my car absolutely screams, I'm a douchebag in traffic. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it does. Yep. It, when he downshifts into way too low of a gear to pass some asshole that's going too slow, like, it, it actually screams it. It's like, <laughs> I'm terrible! Ah! <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're kind of a douchebag. And then they see you <laughs> driving it, man. They're Dude. like, oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But this, going back to this is why the, the soccer mom car is great, man. Because, like, say maybe I've been hanging out with Willie that day or whatever, you know? And I need to go 55 in a 70. Like, <laughs> dude, I can get in the right lane and go 55 all day long, and the cop's not even mad. Like, With your blinker mm-hmm. on. Yeah, dude. yeah. Cop's not even mad, bro. Dude, Listen so, to Snoop Dogg. This actually, so this goes into the kind of the same subject, but have you noticed that the fastest motherfuckers on the road, the fastest, are uh, the goddamn plain white vans, no fucking labeling on the side about what company they're from, with like 12 ladders strapped to the top. Those motherfuckers are the fastest <laughs> dudes on the road. Those motherfuckers are always going... Ni- dude, it's a 45. Dude. <laughs> they're going 90. They work for Santa Claus, bro. That's why they got the ladders. Maybe you take the magnets off at the end of the day when you want to go home. Dude, they don't give a fu- windy fucking back-ass road 35 miles an hour, and they're just blasting through that bitch. At least the tall-ass fucking... What if a like commercial van is not like super top heavy and roll over, motherfucker? Yeah, chop, yeah. chop the ones that are doing that though. You're profiling wrong because the the essays are driving slow as shit. Oh, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not even saying it's uh, I, that. Wasn't even where I was going. It's tweakers, right? It's got to be. Yeah, it's tweakers. Gutter it's hangers. Twe- it's like yeah, they hang gutters or paint or something <laughs> like. It's them and the the like backwoods way fucking redneck motherfuckers <laughs> that are just like. Dude, I got a van because it fucking holds all my pesticide. <laughs> and they just got done downtown, and they're just, like, done with it. And they're like, dude, I'm getting the fuck home right now. And it's the same motherfuckers that drive a Dodge truck when they're not in their work van. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they have the same identical truck they use for parts. Dude, Dodge truck drivers are <laughs> the worst human beings in the entire world. Like, yeah. yeah. I think we can agree on that. <laughs> yeah, and sure. And look, like... I, I kind of get it. It's like, yeah, that's, Dude, a, the that's profi- a good looking truck. The, the profile for him, though, is like 17-year-old <laughs> high school kids. Like, got my Dodge truck from 96. It's all jacked up. Rolling coal, <laughs> baby. Rolling coal, baby. <laughs> Dude, so, you. that, I agree. I 100% agree. But there's also the demographic of that was their peak, and now they're 35, and they're still doing still the dry, same thing. Still driving oh, yeah. the same fucking truck? Yeah. yeah. So, there's the like 35-year-old motherfuckers that are rolling coal and... Like reliving their football years, <laughs> everything yeah. from when I'm 17, except now I'm on drugs. Yeah, now I smoke meth, <laughs> and I drive a van at work. Yeah, yeah, that's that uh, demographic, dude. Okay, I'm I'm about to my redneck is about to show. I try to hide it, but it's gonna happen. Have you ever seen the the like the E350 four wheel drive vans that are jacked up and have the off road tires and the big rack on top and like mm-hmm. like uh, like once. Dude, those things are fucking gnarly, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Like, dude, it's a four-wheel drive van. It's like a truck, but a van. It's, so it's you could, like, put a bed in there and smash them. Dude, I've seen stuff. one of those once, and it was needed because I got the fucking work truck stuck right where I saw that fucking yeah, van. Yeah, dude, it's got, a, it's got this big-ass bumper and, like, a, a winch on the front and shit. I had, like, a 98 Silverado extended cab that was weighed down with a bunch of iron work for a headache rack in the back and shit, you know? No, there's it, never was two, a- it was two wheel drive and and we pulled up to a job site that was like kind of back off on a on a set little bit of property you know and you had to take a dirt road to get there and then in front was just all construction mud and we pulled up in there and unloaded and then there was no getting out of that mm-hmm. motherfucker but that's where i saw one of those vans dude there's no time that that's necessary like that van is unnecessary it doesn't Unless the zombie apocalypse, that's the only time. Like, that's what those guys are hoping for. Those are the zombie apocalypse guys. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I'm going to crossbow some fucking zombies today. That's what they live for. For sure. <laughs> but the that's van does, but it does look cool. <laughs> I'll give them that. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I, have you ever seen the motherfuckers that convert vans? And, like, they just take off in them? Like, yeah, van people. Yeah, van people. Yeah, I've seen people do it with U-Hauls. The van life? Also. Yeah, it's like a beach bum, but they travel. I mean, yeah, how do we feel about van life? How do we feel about van people? Dude, I'm down. Honestly, I'm kind of down too. Uh, Not as a family. Down how? If it's like like a dude van guy, like a guy living in a van down by the river. With your dog. Or even like 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 a couple, maybe. That's cool. Maybe couple, but really like, here's here's that whole thing. You like drive up to Colorado in the wintertime and you're a ski instructor, and then you go from there to California in the springtime and you're a fucking 
Surf instructor. Surf instructor. <laughs> yeah. And you work at the carnival in the off season. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, you don't. Going, you don't bro. do nothing, dude. You, it. you live. Okay, in, look, you look. live in the van at the ski slope. I'm gonna you live in the van at the fucking ocean. I'm gonna judge the shit out of it. Okay. Fucking carnival. If you're a couple and you're doing the hashtag van life on Instagram. The dude has dreadlocks and the chick has hairy armpits. I'm just saying. And they're also trust fund babies, the both of them. Yeah, probably. So, now, I feel more that way about sailboat motherfuckers. Oh, what? Dude, sailboat, no, there's sa- some rich, like, sailboat motherfuckers. clean-cut fucking uh, frat, frat no, boat sailboat. No, there, there are. There are. He's right. Hold on. I actually experienced this firsthand in the Keys last year. There's a lot of motherfuckers that live on sailboats in a little inlet, like... Dude, okay, some, you're talking some about redneck sailboat living ass shit, dude. Like it looks like a trailer park of sailboats. Yeah, that's sounds what like I'm Lake Travis. About. Like there's tarps. Lake Travis. That's what I was gonna say. You're thinking of like out on the ocean, and we have a fucking like 35 foot. This was in the ocean. This sailboat. is in Key West. There's a bunch of fucking Key West hobos that are living on fucking dude, sailboats. I'm you talking- can go to Lake Travis, and there's some fucking lake rats living on on sailboats, houseboats, and shit. They're just I like those people and though. Stuff. I do too. <laughs> But that dude has dreadlocks, and she has hairy armpits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, see, the, I'm imagining, like, an old-timer. Like, dude's, like, in his 50s or 60s. Nah, they're too old for that shit, no. And he's wearing <laughs> topsiders, and, like, you know, he's got a beer gut and a long mustache. Like, that guy's cool. Sure. I had a... I had, I'm literally imagining a person, because I had a substitute teacher in high school, and he drove a limousine, and he lived on a fucking boat. So he, every night he would leave. He would leave the fucking high school, substitute, drive back to the marina, park his limousine in the park. And it was an old limousine; it wasn't like a nice limousine. Yeah. <laughs> and he would park it and then go get on his boat, his houseboat. Uh, limo had there. no back windshield. Dude, good for him. <laughs> and I, yeah, I don't know exactly. What do you got? A, a slip fee and like electricity? Come I don't on. know what his story was, but I bet it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, van people and sailboat people can they can cross paths. That's all I'm saying. Like they're. They're pretty close. There's definitely some trust fund or some frat bro, like, intersect, but there's yeah. also, like... Yeah, but van people can do the same thing. Like, yeah. the hiker, or not hiker, but, like, climbing bros, mm-hmm. you know, that, like, just van across the country climbing rocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or the hikers. The hikers, definitely. But those are definitely the hippie trust fund babies. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Or like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, hike Rebel by hiking. <laughs> I'm gonna hike across Ecuador. Yeah. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> for yeah. sure. I often had to, like, before I got all the responsibilities, to, like, man, it would be cool to just, like, live in a van and go teach skiing in the winter and go teach surfing in Dude, the summer. Dude, so and, like, I know a motherfucker that did this little route where he, he would go up to Colorado for the winter and he would work the lifts and stuff like that. And then he would go to Hawaii during the summer and work the Dude. the resorts and stuff. And then he would go... Uh, in the spring and fall, he would work on cruise ships. That might be the most interesting dude you know. Might be. What about the carnivals? Did he tell you about that? <laughs> what about the cotton candy machine? The elephants? Trapeze? He left those parts out, but, you know. No, there's a, there's a definitely a, there's definitely a lot of people that, that went that route, and I often thought about, like, that may have been the route I should have gone at some points. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so, dude. Let's take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Shots. Don't go down that path, Chris. <laughs> Let's stop talking about carnies. When, <laughs> I should have been a bum down by the river in my When way. I'm watching those documentaries about the van life people or the rock climber bros or whatever, I'm like, oh, this would be cool. And then, like, immediately I'm like, nah, fuck this. Change the channel. You're like, oh, these guys are cool. They all, like, surf and stuff. And then you're like, wait, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Reality check. All these people are homeless. Yeah. And they surf all the time. Dude, if they you literally do it, don't have homes. If you do it right, you're not quite homeless. A lot of times they'll put you up at the ski resort, like. Yeah, that's and that, I mean that's the guy that I knew. He had a, it was almost like a dorm type situation. Like they would put him up, and then uh, same thing in Hawaii, and then on the on the cruise ship or whatever, kind of the same thing. Yeah, isn't yep. that still kind of homeless? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but it's like with cool places to stay though. Dude, and there is something to say about like waking up in the morning and walking out, and you're literally already on top of the fucking mountain, like. And plus, if the chick's hot, who cares if she has dreadlocks and hairy armpits, you know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Sometimes sure. that's nice, man. <laughs> no, you're just dang old. nobody. <laughs> and, you're, and you're out on the water, dude? You gotta, yeah, you know, you gotta hit that. <laughs> Alright. Let's talk. Let's talk whiskey. The original Jesse James First Taste of Freedom, America's Outlaw Bourbon Whiskey. Tavern Strength. Uh, it's real short, but I'm gonna read it. Oh, man. 
Jesse James Premium Bourbon Whiskey is made in the spirit of America's true outlaw. It's distilled to perfection, old-time charcoal, mellowed, and aged in oak casks to achieve an incredibly smooth and full bourbon character that makes this one of the finest whiskeys. So, I'm not going to say it's super smooth. It's not? No. Uh, yeah, that's a lie. And especially for 80 proof, it should be a lot smoother. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. No, not at all. But it's not good either. No. It's, it's different. I, and I know I, we say that like on almost every bottle, but I like what they're trying to do with it, and I wish that somebody that could have done it better would have done it better. So let's uh, let's let's run through the. So picture. hold on, I I want to relate this, and I want to see if maybe you guys approve. Uh, I feel like this is to is this a bourbon? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is to bourbon what uh, uh, Conor McGregor's whiskey proper proper twelve proper twelve proper twelve is to Irish whiskey. Mm, I could see that. It's just it's just totally trying. You to really like, want to like it, but it's kind of a douchebag. Yeah, and it's not quite the same, but it's not quite better, and it's not like bad. It's just something. That's a, actually that's a pretty good analogy. I like that. Yeah, but this is like white trash redneck version, not like Irish. Irish, yeah. yeah, yeah, Irish redneck white trash version. <laughs> All right, so what uh, do we feel on uh, sweetness? Low two. See, I got a little bit of sweet. Yeah, yeah, two, I guess. Two, uh, two and a half. All right, we'll go two. Yeah. All right, two. Crunch. I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna go four. I didn't think it had that much crunch. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah. I would give it like a three. Two and a half, three. Mm, then we gotta settle at three. All right. All right. Bite. It has a bite. I'll give it. I a was th- gonna go four again. I was gonna go three on bite. I was gonna go three to ugh, three and a half. Three and a half. It is. All right. Uh, bottle. So this is bottle. this is where it's gonna get interesting. So. Honestly, I like the font. The label is really nice and thick. It's got texture to it, but the bottle is nothing special. Uh, it doesn't have a cork. I do kind of like the wax top on it. I like but, the, know, wax, the wax top. I like it's, the. <laughs> honestly, the the bottle is not bad. It just doesn't have a cork. I'm I, I would it, I would give the bottle a four if it had a cork and it was lacking a cork. All right, yeah, and it had maybe even less shit written on it. So I'm gonna give. I'm still gonna go above average. I'm gonna call it a three and a half. I was gonna call it a three. I could go three and a half. I like the Jesse James shit. I like the star on three it. Three and like a half. Wax. Is. That's good. Which is a hi- which is a high rank for a screw off. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. So drunkenness. Eighty proof. I feel like we're gonna be let down in this department. Yeah, I'm feeling a little buzz, but I also took a couple shots of E Dub before the show. Two point five. Yeah, we'll yeah, right on par. I feel like eighty proof is running the mill. So, because I feel we're professionals like they... and we have standards last week. Last week we drank Garrison Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So, how did the how did the hangover treat everybody? Uh... I drove really far on a motorcycle. So, it couldn't have been that Oh, yeah. We, yeah. I did a bunch of shit and then I drove really far on a motorcycle. So, I don't feel mild. like it was that bad. Mild. I definitely had a hangover, but it it was a it was a fast release. It was a fast release. I'd say about like clean the first hour, hour and a half of the day, I was on the better side of it. So maybe a two? 2.5 is where I was going to go. That feels steep. I feel like if it's... Oh, it hit me hard when I woke up. That's what I want to say. And remember that Garrison Brothers kicks you in the dick when you're drinking it. Yeah. yeah. But that doesn't have to do with the hangover. Yeah, but... It did, though. I'm telling you, that the hangover hit See, me hard was, in the morning. Yeah, I want to say three. I was wanting to go 1.5 to two. I'm saying two and a half. I think I thought we settled on two and a half. I thought it was pretty extreme when it hit, but it went away. It, it faded nicely. It did fade nicely. It went away quick, but it hit me hard in the morning. That feels like a two to me. Like, 2.5. No, That's no because there's mild hangovers that go away early. Then there's hard as fuck hangovers that go away early. Dude, then I'd there's say- mild hangovers that last all day. And then there's hard as fuck hangovers that last like three, day- three days. Chop, here's yeah, the marker dude. for me. I would put like Elijah Craig hangover at 1.5 to yeah. two. So what's a fucking one then, or a point five? Damn. It's it's the intangible, bro. Yeah. It's how did I drink that and not feel bad today? Yeah. It's that like you woke up still drunk, so it fooled you. Man. All right. I disagree, but I'll put a two point five down. All right. Uh, drunkenness on that. On what? Garrison, Garrison Brothers? Brothers. It's nice. That's ninety four proof. It was good. Three point five. Yeah. A little better than average. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I disagree with some of your. You're, uh, you know. It's okay to disagree. You can just be wrong. Yeah. So, Takashi 6 9 put out a new song. Oh, God. Poonani Nani. Hey. Remember how I said 
Nothing can make me cringe harder than Peggy Hill. This Takashi Six Nine song can make me cringe harder than Peggy Hill. Oh, it's cringeworthy, dude. It's fucking bad. Not yeah, only is it, it was bad, it was the good. dude is like, like he should have come out and and aggressively attacked everybody that called him a snitch. <clears throat> Instead, he sang about Punani Nani. I guess. Nah, bro, that's the that's the fucked up thing about him. He embraced the snitch life. He didn't he didn't hate on it. He's like, yeah, I snitched. I saved my own ass. Fuck you guys. He's gonna die. He's <laughs> dude. <laughs> he's, like, he's that guy, bro. He's not terrible, too smart. <laughs> it's a terrible song that's that's super repetitive, and the guy singing it is just everybody hates him. Even the people repeat in the video stuff, hate him. repeat stuff. Even even the even the like the stripper in the video hates him. She's just like, yeah, I'll I'll get paid by this. I need ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a cringe fest. The whole thing is a cringe fest. Yeah, dude. And he literally recorded the whole damn thing the day after he got released from house arrest. And it's not even like... Dude, I don't even know what he's driving around on, but it's not like... Uh, it's a Rolls. In the video, it's a Rolls. Fuck, man. He paid, like, some dudes to bring their car out so that he could sit on the fucking hood. Dude, and I'm pretty sure he snitched on, like, everybody. Everybody. I would tell him to get like, the fuck off. He snitched on Hillary Clinton. Like, Snoop, <laughs> like, 50 Cent. He's gonna get suicided, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. where he fucked up. I mean, nice. there's a lot of gangsters that he snitched on, but if he snitched, if he snitched on Hillary, she's gonna suicide him. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Damn, that's one bitch you don't fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dude. He's fucked. He's gonna die. Like he's going to die. I don't know if he's gonna die, but he's gonna be absolutely fucking nobody in like six months. Well, I hope he's not on the defund police bandwagon. Otherwise, he's not gonna make it to the yeah. hospital. <laughs> he's shooting himself in the foot if he does that. No, cops are his best friends. I heard. Yeah, like he just hangs out with them on the weekends. Tell us everything. He likes talk. (laughs) He he does speak that pig Latin. Yeah, for sure, (laughs) dude. So I will say this. Yeah, I don't Takashi on his new song. I don't understand a lot of the lingo coming out of his his jargon. Maybe (laughs) I don't understand his jargon. Vernacular. Yeah, can't comprehend his tactics. And I feel like it's maybe maybe it's me getting old, but I feel like it's the kids who are wrong. You know, (laughs) it's the children who are wrong. Uh, but like, dude, there's some shit coming out of his mouth that I don't quite understand. Punani nani, punani nani. Yeah, I I, I can kind of get a context clues on that one. Dude, I know what he's talking about, but yeah, it's but, not. A, but it's not no, a good song. But there is no context on either side of it. It's just punani nani, punani nani. Like, well, it's wet like a tsunami nami. Oh, oh I get it now. <laughs> now it, okay, now I bring it together. But I will say, thank God for Urban Dictionary so that I can figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Dude, Urban yeah. Dictionary is a lifesaver. Dude, Urban Dictionary is fun. And a gold mine. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I recently, so uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories flying around right now and shit. And I heard something about something called Red Shoe. I still have All right, no, Dale. Still have, no, no, no. I st- I'm not saying I'm the one spreading conspiracy theories. Still have no idea what this red shoe conspiracy theory is, but it did lead me directly to what red shoe means in the Urban Dictionary. All right, it is a way to let your friends know that there's a great set of tits, without letting the world know that you're talking about a great set of tits. So you could be like red shoe. I don't care how you, or I don't understand how you would throw that into the conversation. Like if I'm talking to the dudes and I don't want them, if it's just me and the dudes hanging out at the bar, I'm going to be like, look at that set of tits over there. The right. only the only context that I would be trying to hide it is if like my wife or my you know yeah, my mom. So, yeah, so exactly. that's that's where it falls, right? Like, so we're hanging out with the wives, and you want me to know, but you don't want to alert all the wives. So you'd be like, "Hey, check, red shoes." Yeah, check out that pair of red shoes over there. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, because that's going to throw <laughs> red flags to my wife. He's well, like, he didn't care about red shoes. Red well, shoes. What the fuck is he wife. talking about? Well, when when they go, what red shoes? You can just be like, "Oh, I must be colorblind. I'm fucking a dude." <laughs> They're fucking a dude. What? I believe. I'm pretty sure they see the rainbow, Chris. Yeah, dude. This is why. This is why. Yeah. I believe it was Chris that once said, "I'm fucking a dude." No, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What happened, man? I'm a fucking dude. So, yeah. (laughs) Whoops. You got those in the right order. Yeah, brain's a little upside down. Like when you put punctuation in the wrong place. Now, if if I was talking about shoes, I feel like that's a red flag. We need something sneakier than that. We need something that's like. Hey, bro, fucking double bacon. No, that's what. No, that's too obvious. That's why. That's why I think personality is the fucking bomb diggity. Personality? Yeah. 
As soon as you say, check out that great personality. Look at that strong woman. Check out that pair of personalities over there. <laughs> She's got split personalities right down the middle. They're uh, abreast of each other. Yeah, side by side. <laughs> uh, abreast of each other. Yeah. Uh, personality. If I talk about personality, I might as well be talking about shoes. <laughs> Where you fucking up is you got to call out something else and be like, "Look at those double chins." I'd sit on her face. There you go. <laughs> I would put my dick right between her personality. <laughs> right between those double chins. Oh right. no. What have you done? <laughs> Alright, so we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> don't listen to any of that. Come up with your own lingo between your friends or something. <laughs> Not us. We're terrible at this. We're incriminating ourselves. This is yeah. so bad. Hey babe, look at that great set of tits. <laughs> That's how we throw them off. We just go so hard the other direction that they're like, what the fuck are they talking about now? They said something about a pair of tits. Clearly they're using codes or something. Dude, you have to cry wolf a couple of times before it'll work. Like, there's got to be a couple of times where some dude just like trips on the sidewalk and you're like, great set of tits. <laughs> and she looks and you're like, what? That's just the way that I refer to guys tripping on the sidewalk now. What about books? What about, I, like, you know, you love reading books? I love, I love books! Books! <laughs> Look at look at that pair of look at that pair of books. She got an encyclopedia. That is way too obvious. You don't even know how to read. Are those dictionaries or is that a source? <laughs> a set of bookends. I've seen this work before. <laughs> New Testament and the Old Testament, huh? Oh no. Well, I don't know. I, we got to come up with something better than fucking red shoes and personality and a fucking pair of bookends. None of that shit's legit. She could hold up the whole Harry Potter series. <laughs> oh, no. Chris is fucking up over here. Yeah, he is. So, no, no, no. I think, uh... He's a super freak. I think the answer is we refer to all of it as horror magic. Horror magic? Like, scary movie? No, W-H-O-R-E. Magic. Oh. Horror, horror magic. magic. Okay. So, do you what know... What is horror magic? You need to go. I'm, to, I'm thinking like D and D. Like you've got different characters. You've got the orc. You've got the elf. Yeah. You've got the whole. No, oh, you need no, to go. No. You can have different races, right? This is the like you have an orc barbarian, or you have an elf like, like wizard. So you could have a uh, like what is it, lizard person, fucking whore, dragonborn, dragonborn whore. Yeah, sure. Wow, that sounds like an insult, doesn't it? <laughs> You dragonborn whore. Wow. I'm sure it is in the <laughs> fucking D&D community. But no, what I'm talking about is whore magic. Where, alright, so you're fucking sitting at the strip club, right? You take like eight shots with this stripper, and you're like, oh damn, I'm starting to get kind of fuck fucked up. up. <laughs> I'm starting to get kind of fucked up. And then she goes on stage and does flips on a pole with heels on. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? This is whore magic. <laughs> she... She fucking, she's doing flips on a pole, and I can barely stand to smoke my cigarette. What the fuck, man? Uh, I think it's because they, I don't think strippers drink alcohol when they're, no, that's a lie. <laughs> I think strippers can do, like, some kind, I know that strippers can do some kind of sign. Horror magic? Horror magic to the bartender, and they, they speak telepathically or something, and they pour, like, dummy not, shots, not alcohol in the shots. Dude, I guarantee you no stripper is telling the bartender not to give them liquor. I disagree. I disagree. What if she's like a recovering alcoholic? And now, she's I, making I, money? look, I know for sure that they're drinking alcohol on the job, for sure. But I also know that they don't, like, it's in their it's in their interest if they don't get too drunk, one. And then two, uh, the bar is making money if they're not buying shots. So the bartender, like, can make it a lady's drink or whatever that's not alcoholic. Man. And they can pace themselves. Don't fucking, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this lady drink this is horror magic don't fucking don't be the dude that calls out the magician all right well but here's the thing the reason that they have that is because she took way too many drugs before she got like before she got into her work attire Mm -hmm. and uh you know she's doing much harder shit than fucking drinking a a lemon fucking cherry vodka sour yeah like dude this this bitch was back there smoking meth you know which is gonna enable her to do horror magic is that what it is? It's the mess smoking? Or I mean it could just be cocaine if she's that lets classy, them like run in heels hooker. Like run in heels faster than a fucking car. Like Usain Bolt a fucking 
With heels on. Or like she has nothing but like a bikini bottom on and she pulls out a knife. And you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Yeah. Oh, you know exactly where it came from. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. she didn't even have a top on. She didn't even have a shirt. You can see her titties. Dude. Where did the knife come from? It's horror magic. <laughs> They've got magic tricks, man. And I, and oh, for sure. For I'm sure. no fucking David Blaine, but I know. I know. Like, all right. I can call out the motherfucker that's like, pick a card. You know? Dude, I don't understand how they do it. Even, ty- even if they're getting all right, even if they're getting uh, like virgin drinks on the down low, virgin is a very strong word here, but we'll, we'll call it that. <laughs> we'll go with it. If they're getting virgin drinks on the down low, they still smoked meth and took like nine shots. Oh, and a bunch of Xanax and uh, like all of it. And they're dead still like I- doing eyes. flips on poles. Like, dude, I guarantee. Okay, imagine that they're getting fucking virgin drinks for a second, right? Now put me in their shoes and give me the same amount of drugs that. Oh, I'm and, still not doing alcohol. flips on a pole. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's war magic. You know what else I found out? And sorry if I'm gonna bust your bubble again. That pole spins. Duh. Did, did yeah. you know that? Yeah. They're not just spinning around the pole. The pole spins. Welcome yeah. to being 16, bro. What? Yes, I didn't know that shit. God damn it! Really? Yeah, they're holding on to the pole. The pole is spinning. This is 20 year knowledge I've had. I had no idea, bro. <laughs> Chris, we all, we didn't all get on the stage when we were 16. I was like, that's so intense. How do they do that and like not get skin burns? And it's shit? not intense. It's a building. True. <laughs> Sometimes they do it in teepees, though. There's a center pole. They do it in Houston. Intense. Intense. Drive-thrus. <laughs> Just saying. Beer barns. Pitch a tent. Let's go. Those are barns. Beer barns. But uh, can we not? What, I, other, types I just, of, what I just, other types of horror magic are there? So, so we got the pulls the knife out of nowhere. Yeah. We've got the doing flips after being wasted. Oh, yeah. dude. Running in heels. R- oh, running in heels. Tells the cops that you hit her so she can steal your drugs. <laughs> uh, that's just number 10 persuasion. I mean, she's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, talking their way out of tickets. Mm. Or arrests. Talking their way into jail. That's not their strongest spell, but they can try it sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's not a... Not a guaranteed results, but it's, you know, it's 50-50. It's a coin flip. What about blowing their way into legal assistance? Yeah, that's that's real. <laughs> I, I got one. No, I got one for sure. One lap dance is going to be like six songs and she's bringing a friend. Well, yeah. Right? Like yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm down for like one lap dance. You know, it's 20 bucks. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? This is like $160 later and somehow there's two of them? Like, yeah, that's three hundred forty dollars later, what, homie. What happened? <laughs> yeah, horror magic. Yep, <laughs> they, they multiplied. Yeah, multiplication. That's on their their horror magic chart. Short <laughs> math, real strong. Do you think it has to do with the zodiac? What do you mean? No, uh-uh. their sign. Nope. I'm pretty sure it does, dude. So obviously, all the the horror magic girls are into the zodiac, and so mm-hmm. maybe no, that's, a, that's a fact. Maybe they're channeling zodiac into. Into horror magic. I've met at least four that were born on the 4th of July. Is that a coincidence? <laughs> That's a fucking lie. It's <laughs> what that is. But yeah. Nah. nah, dude. Check the IDs. Uh, convincing people <laughs> that lies are not lies. Yeah. Horror magic. Yeah, horror magic. Yeah. That's the, the trickiest one. <laughs> Definitely convincing you to spend all your money. It exists, man. There's like, there's, all right, so there's black She's magic. She's like, my name's Destiny. And you're like, oh, I know a lot of, like, Destinies. Yeah, but my name's really Destiny. Oh, you're the one. You're the one. It's really destiny. All of your money in my pocket is your destiny. Yes. <laughs> so there's black magic, white magic, red magic, blue magic, horror magic, right? Mm-hmm. That's all the categories of magic. What about cock magic? No, it doesn't exist. Just because you don't have it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> no, not a real thing. <laughs> you told me the Ferrari F40 doesn't exist? Yeah, but that's small cock magic. That's different. <laughs> that's money magic. That is, then that is its own category. <clears throat> Ooh, money magic. Money magic is equally as powerful as horror magic. Yeah, for sure. And cock Hence magic. the Takashi Six it's, Nine song. And it's like a polarity thing. Like horror magic and money magic are attracted to each other, dude. And they resonate with each other. Yeah. If cock magic stronger not, when they're in vicinity of each other. If cock magic's not a thing, then there's no way that some people should still be married. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, dude, the 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 money magic. The, tell me, Takashi didn't go out there with like three grand or something in ones. And started filming. He had a motherfucker filming, right? Oh, there's like five cell phone views in the Which video. is already like... <laughs> like, you got a guy filming you with a camera, people are gonna come out and be like, It's what just the like fuck? five just, dudes with an iPhone 8, bro. 
And then he starts like, it. throwing money, like literally throwing money, and now all of a sudden you have a fucking posse. Watch what happens when we throw the snap filter on, bro. And you pay the and you pay the stripper to come and like dance next to the Ferrari or whatever. What did, did he say it was a Rolls Royce? One? Like what? Come on, man. Yeah, what kind of rapper are you? You got you got one stripper and one Rolls Royce. Dude, apparently he yeah, did. Come on, he's head in the game. Apparently he doesn't listen because he didn't learn that twins is the reason that the world turns. Twins, Basil. Takashi doesn't listen to the show. I don't think. Yeah, but lost. he should, and therefore, well, which is, and that's also why, like, Takashi is a fucking loser, right? And if you want to be a winner, you listen to the show. Yeah, that's right. If Fact. you want to be a loser, you listen to Banani Nani. And if you want to be a winner, first of all, you abide by rules one and two. Secondly, you go check out whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. Uh, on there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and all the ways you choose to listen, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Go check out our sponsors as well. We got Deep Cannon and Audible listed on there. Uh, we got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next week.